Hello? Well, this seems to work to a certain extent, but only on one channel. And you know what? That's absolutely fine. Um, hello, Ian Lee. Does that do it? No, that doesn't matter at all. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to another Ian Lee versus Radio, the podcast that doesn't quite know what it is yet. In fact, it's not anything at the moment. It's just, um, it's just me. Why is that only coming out in mono? It doesn't really matter. Because um, I'll mix it down anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, the podcast that doesn't really know what it is at the moment, and it will uh, it will evolve into something maybe, or it might quietly fade away, like all of the other podcasts. What I've done over time. Speaking of podcasts, the uh, BBC uh, podcast has had nearly half a million downloads since it started, which is um, pretty groovy. And speaking of BBC podcasts, I've had loads of people saying, "Well, why don't you do a WM podcast?" Three County Show gets podcast. Why not the WM? Uh, I'm not allowed to. I've looked into it. I'm not allowed to. It, um, strangely, I, I've been told I'm only allowed to have one podcast. Um, and then there was kind of talk of combining the WM with the Three CR podcast, and uh, I didn't want that to happen because it's like, um, as I said to someone on Twitter, it's like having a Coronation Street EastEnders omnibus. It's too. Kind of similar things, but they're different enough that I don't really want them to um, to be mixed up. So um, I'm just turning the level up a bit. So um, that's why it's not happening. Um, anyway, um, it's uh, Monday night. I'm absolutely knackered. I'm just going to send a little tweet out to say I'm recording a podcast. If anyone's got any questions, um, then get in touch. Um, you can also email me stuff as well, questions and things, and ian at ianlee.com. Um, I don't always reply, not out of rudeness or arrogance. Uh, sometimes they don't warrant a reply, and sometimes I just forget. I'm really crappy at replying um, to emails. Um, saying that, though, a guy called, is it Neil? Neil. Yeah, it's Neil. Uh, uh, Neil has got the concept of the Ian Lee versus radio, what the the live show, uh, and basically it's um, ninety minutes with an interval, ninety minutes plus an interval. Wow, uh, of me talking about working in radio, how I got into radio, and playing some clips of um, some of the funniest bits from radio, but bits that weren't necessarily meant to be funny. And Neil has sent me a brilliant clip that I hadn't heard before from Talk Sport. <laughs> um, and um, I was going to put it in this podcast, and now I'm thinking I might use it in the show, actually. I'm kind of toying with the idea of using it in the show, because it's very, very funny, and I hadn't heard it before. Um, so I might do. We'll see. Thank you, Neil, for that. It's um, it's a cracker. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's some audio clips. There's a couple of videos. There's some animations that... Um, that people have made for me. It's not stand-up. I've got to stress, this live show, it's not stand-up at all. Um, I don't know what it is. You know, it's just kind of me talking and, and stuff. Anyway, it's Monday evening. I'm knackered. These uh, early mornings, it's coming up to three years of doing the breakfast show. And I, I did a TV show years ago called Rise that was kind of the uh, follow-up to The Big Breakfast and um, I loved it, loved it, um, and no one watched it until right towards the end when it started getting really good reviews. I remember Vic and Bob 
wrote a brilliant review where they said they loved it, they loved me, and they thought I was like the English, lanky, skinny Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, and that involved getting up at quarter past three, I think. I think. Also getting paid a shitload more money. I got... Uh, do, I, do I tell you? I think I've said this elsewhere. I got four grand a week for that. I've never earned anything like it before or since. Trust me. Uh, and I didn't know what I had at the time. I, I, I wasted it, you know. I, I, I wasted it and, and blew it and was an idiot. There you go. These things happen. But after that, I vowed I would never do a breakfast show again. Um, and now I'm in the third year of, of doing a breakfast show, reaching the end of three years. And I'm knackered. And um, I love it. I love the people that I work with, Catherine and Kelly and Justin. Brilliant. Um, my boss is just an absolute delight. She lets me get away with murder. If I did do a murder on the radio, she'd say, oh, yeah, I wish you hadn't done that, but we'll sort it out. She is, um, she's a, a legend and a rarity in uh, BBC, in the BBC and in BBC local radio in particular, which is generally a very uh, scared environment and doesn't want to tread on anybody's toes. There is some amazing stuff on BBC local radio, amazing stuff. There's also, you know, a lot of crap. Um, and I think my boss, Laura, has, has, uh, has got it sussed, really. Um, there was a point to this. Oh, yeah, I'm knackered. Love it. I love the show most of the time. It's just that alarm going off at 3.56. Oh, fucking hell. And the rest of the day, I'm I'm just shagged. And um, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing a breakfast show for. Really, really. Um, it's um, it's not a sustainable lifestyle. And I, I'm, I'm kind of going through one of those things of thinking well is the show any good and i'm not please i'm not saying this because i want tweets of praise or emails i won't see them you know i might get a hundred tweets saying oh you're brilliant the wendy rose and the anonymous dude on the bbc three counters listeners facebook page who um listen to the show but hated slag oh that's fine but you know, anyway, they'll listen to this and whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of doubting my powers and my abilities. And, um, you know, I kind of think the show hits a groove and the WM show hits a groove. And then you sort of get a bit of a knock to your confidence. And you think, well, maybe, you know, it does stick out like a sore thumb on BBC local radio. Maybe, maybe people do want Wally Webb. Maybe people do want, but what was the year? You know, maybe people um, do want me to do a phone in about should Muslims be more integrated in society? And um, should we bring back hanging? And uh, what sweets do you remember from the 70s? I don't know. Those things kind of go against me. But tell me where else? Where, where else is there I could go? There's nowhere. Really, the only person doing anything like what I do at the moment is uh, Nick Abbott on LBC, who is just a freaking genius, man. Um, He's the only one doing something, as far as I can tell, if I'm missing it, let me know. The only one I know who's doing something that is, um, is out there and is different, man. 
the trick with Nick Abbott is is he disguised he's, he's like a Trojan horse. At first glimpse, it's not that different, but but it really is unlike anything else on the the radio at the moment. Um, there are other radio presenters I think are brilliant. James O'Brien, when he's in his stride, is uh, is a mighty force to be reckoned with. I think he's he's amazing and he's having a good run at the moment. Um, can I be controversial? I'm not that mad on Mystery Hour. And I know people love it, and I know I'm in the minority, but I really like it. Where, and and you know, I, I listen to it, you know, I, I, I say I'm not that mad on it. I mean, compared to his other stuff, I like it. But um, I like it when he's having a Barney with, with an idiot caller. You know, th- when, when an idiot... I don't wonder what that noise was. When, a, when an idiot caller calls up thinking they're going to take him apart, and O'Brien just very subtly, sometimes not quite so subtly, actually, <laughs> just smashes into them and pr- d- d- displays that they're an idiot. Those two are my favourites at the moment. I, I, li- I like Nick Ferrari. I know, controversial. Um, Clive Ball, I'll, I'll always love Clive Ball. Clive Ball is, um, you know, is kind of, um, he's he's sort of one of my mentors, really. He's my on-air mentor, and uh, I've just got so much love for him. I think he's brilliant. Um, who else? Notice they're all from LBC. Um, who else? Well, in uh, in American radio, I've discovered this amazing station, WM, no, WFMU, right? And it's like, I don't, I don't understand it. I've tried to, it's, it's kind of like an independent radio station. Then they have a spin-off, which is called something like Hear the Drummer or something. I don't really understand it, right? All I know is there is a woman called Amanda Nazario, Amanda Nazario. Um, uh, you can follow her on Twitter at Amnaz, A-M-N-A-Z-Z. A-M-N-A-Z-Z. And she does a brilliant program um, called Nazario Scenario, right? It's fucking brilliant. It is nuts. Doesn't really speak a lot. She speaks a bit. Um, but she plays the most eclectic load of music I've ever heard. And it's brilliant. Brilliant. And you can hear the crackle of the vinyl. You can hear it's, you know, oh, it's wonderful. Can't praise that show enough. Go and listen to it online because she's brilliant. And um, people like that need to be acknowledged. And I don't think there's anything like that in the UK. I don't think there's anything like that. It's my printer going off. In the UK. And she certainly inspired me quite a lot. Anyway, um, let's do some of these questions because I don't really know. I'm, I'm, I'm always recording these when I'm miserable. What's your favourite type of cheese and why, says Sam. Really? Come on, guys. Cheddar. Will there be any beatboxing in the live show, says Chris? You never know. Hey, Danan, Paul Danan, are we going to make a comedy show together? Tell me where and when. I'm going to tweet him that. Tell me where and when, brother. It's odd that I know Paul Danan, um, but I do. I met him through a friend of a friend or something. I don't even remember. And he is the. I know he's. Paul Denan's become a bit of a joke, and I can understand why. Um, he's one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. Such a nice guy, and um, you know, he's he's a troubled soul. He's had his issues, and um, I, I hope to God he um, he sorts them out because he really is. He's such a nice boy. Um, the Hounds says, "Are you at all bitter that Barry from Watford has slide off with slide off with epith?" Thimio. or are you still friends no I th- I've do you know what? I've not heard their podcast which is odd because I like Angelos and I also like Barry from Watford I think they're both brilliant 
brilliant. Uh, Adrian says, uh, Tony Blackburn, as nice as he always says. Oh, Tony Blackburn. I mean, that guy is a legend. And I'm, he, he likes my show, I've been told. And um, it, the 15-year-old geek in me, it, oh, he works on six radio stations. Um, and he's, he's, he, he's got to be like 83, 86, something like that. The man is a legend. He's such a nice bloke. So nice. I love him. Uh, Com says, are you still mates with Daisy? Haven't seen her since the 11 o'clock show finished. What's the most common source of conflict between you and Salome? We haven't had any yet. Jamie says, Grumpy Jamie says, name the worst person you've worked with. In what context, Jamie? As in interviewing a celebrity? Um, that would be Daniel Bedingfield. Or person that I worked with that I didn't get on with? Well, um... If they're from behind the scenes, and I can think of one instantly, um, it's not really fair to mention them if they're not an on-air presence. Um, but there was someone I've worked with in the last four years who we didn't click. We didn't click, and um, it, 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 it didn't get unpleasant. You know, I, I, I made sure we had a conversation, but um, we didn't click, and we, we disagreed on what radio was. Um, I'm trying, any co-presenters or anything I didn't get on with I mean me and Daisy were never close we were never we were close to start with and then that closeness dissipated quite quickly uh, really the 11 o'clock show was weird we all very quickly it, it started off as being one kind of um, you know sort of creative group and then very very quickly and I, I saw this happen and I thought oh well that's the end of this then uh, all splintered off into separate groups and kind of, you know, we'd at the start we'd come into the office and say, hey, look what I filmed yesterday or look what I'm going to film today. And um, then we kind of, it, it developed to a point where we all got a bit secretive about our stuff and um, it all became individual projects. And I remember that happening and thinking, ah, well, something special has gone here. We just lost something, which is um, a shame. Did Rob Bernay marry that hot Latino or did he end up with Andre? Neil there is making a reference to the Absolute Radio Show. Oh, by the way, because of this and because of your tweets and stuff, I had a, a nice little text chat with Eloise uh, the other day. And um, we should, well, I keep saying we're going to meet up soon. We never do. I'm, I'm, I'm not very good. Um, I'm not very good at being a friend, really. I'm a bit of, as I said to Eloise, I'm a really shitty friend. Um, I'm just not very good. Having friendships is like spinning plates. You've just got so many things and I'm not very good at it. And I am shy and I'm awkward and I'm geeky and I, I really like my own company. You know, I like sitting at home reading books in bed. Um, so um, I'm rubbish at being a friend. So to all of my friends and... Uh, you know, Adrian says, what do you think of what LBC have done to Clive Ball? feels deliberate that they made his show the antithesis of what it was what clive can do that i can't do is um he is a chameleon and he can uh change his he's changed his style so many times i mean how long has he been there 25 years probably even longer and he's changed his style so many times to fit in with what is required of him and i can't do that and that's why i never last more than three or four years at a radio station um, he said as his contract comes up for renewal. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, no, 
no, and, and Clive is Clive is 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 a, is a legend, uh, an absolute legend. I, I I I, he's a master of what he does. Um, so, mm. um, right, I think that's all the questions. Really sorry, I record these things and I sound miserable. I know the last couple have sound miserable. I guess what I'm trying to strive with this is a level of honesty that um, is um, that kind of has to be lacking from a breakfast show because you don't really want me coming on going, oh man, I'm tired, oh, I'm miserable, I'm dreading this live tour I'm going to do starting July the 8th in Maidenhead. Um, uh, com. if you want to see all of the dates. Swindon's still not selling great. Um, so maybe I'm too honest here. I don't know. No, I'm not actually because I've still held quite a bit back. Um, will Obama appearing on Mark Maron's podcast encourage broadcast stations to allow innovation or are they happy to stink with the ship? Broadcast radio in this country, I don't know who Mark Maron is. Sorry, I probably should, shouldn't I? I'm not sure who Obama is. It, uh, is, is, is pretty bollocks. Apart from the few exceptions I've mentioned, there ain't a lot going on. It's moribund, guys, and no one cares. They're all owned by the same companies. The BBC is too scared to do anything um, outrageous because they are being watched and because there is a Tory government. And commercials all owned by the same people, you know, which is why you've got to find people like, um, um, uh, you know, Nazario Scenario in the States to get something exciting in music radio. Um, so up your bum. Um, that's it. That's your lot. Still thinking this live tour is a terrible idea. Not sure where I belong in the world of radio. Not sure how long I can sustain this bollocks. Um, Stay tuned, guys.